Stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Signal 50 Podcast for October 14th, 2022. I'm here with my esteemed co-host, Bravo. Bravo, how are you this afternoon? Esteemed what? Oh, yes. Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> it's me. Yes, it's Bravo. You. Glad to be here, everyone. Yeah, I'm glad wow. you're with us. It's great, been, to, it's been, great to chat again, isn't it? Yeah, you bet. It's been a quite a quite a busy couple of weeks. Everybody's pretty tied up with life, you know, getting in the way of us having fun doing this uh, on just the way it goes sometimes. But anyhow, lots of stuff going on in the news. Uh, we'd like to thank you again for joining us and trusting us with an hour or so of your time uh, to bring you some of the stories that we find interesting and hope you do too. Uh, mm-hmm. So <clears throat> without, uh, without a whole lot uh, more formalities, um, Let's just get let's just get right into it. Let's get into it. This all right. That's the Officer it. Tatum, by the way. So hello to Officer right, Tatum. Whatever. All right. So let's talk about the first hit that we want to make sure that everyone hears about because you're not going to hear from the lamestream media, or we won't, we don't want to forget about it because we bring it back into the light so that we can uh, kind of go look at it again because you can always find up something new by taking a look at something for a second time. So. Let's talk about PayPal. PayPal. So we all gotten very used. It's convenient, right, Alpha? You have PayPal. You have um, a uh, very useful service. It was, uh, I, I signed up for it back in 2000, by the way. And Oh, yeah. I've had PayPal for, I don't know, what, 20 years? Yeah, I had it all the way up until uh, yesterday. And here's the reason why. So PayPal placed... Uh, in its terms of service, and this is why it's so important you read the small print, everyone. I mean, it is boring. It is legalese. It's confusing. It's like stereo instructions, but you still got to read it. They were going to impose a $2,500 charge. They would just go right into your account and take it out. Charge to your, whatever you had linked to the PayPal system. They would go in there and take $2,500 out for getting for posting misinformation. Well, whatever they deem as misinformation. Well, that too. Well, of course. What is misinformation? I mean, early on, they were saying what we were saying was misinformation. And later on in the show, we'll get into how we're not so off, by the way. But PayPal thought that uh, they can can determine what's misinformation and then fine you for doing it. Uh, The boomerang came right back at them in the terms of people standing up and saying, no way, not on my watch. Uh, their stock dropped 10%, along with, um, uh, well, I, I don't know how you put this, Alpha, but uh, they, they said, oops, mistake, it was just a mistake, we didn't mean it, and I'm going to have to call the BS flag. Well, they, they said the they said the quiet part out loud, and everybody said, oh, that that is that really what you think of people? Yes. Oh, they really what they think of people. So me being a member since 2000 said, go screw and uh, basically decided that I'm going to um, dump my PayPal account. And it's amazing how I, when I said, you know, I'm dumping my PayPal account alpha, I said, erase all my data. I don't want you having anything remembering me. By. Yes. Yes. I had over 50 emails of companies that had access to my PayPal account. Sure. So 
It's interesting. Uh, there's a story in the st- in the show notes where PayPal is sorry, but not sorry. And they're going to double down, and they think that they do have the right to do this. So here we go. Parallel economy, uh, and that's something that that's Jan right. Bongino is talking about. I'm urging everyone to get out there, find these these outlets that are going to respect your rights as an American and not have to worry about being wokeitarians. And uh, I even did it with my phone service. I said, screw this. I'm going to Patreon Mobile. So I'm giving a shout-out to Patreon Mobile, too. Good. So screw PayPal. Going to going to uh, Patriot Mobile and uh, keep your heads on a swivel, everyone, because you got to protect yourself. So there you go. Absolutely. You Why don't you grab the next one too, and I'll take. Ah, uh, yes. One after that. So, in terms of uh, continuing cancel culture, which is, I, I believe Alpha that the light is shining on this. Don't you think? I mean, it really is. The light is out there showing how nasty cancel culture is. We've experienced it. It sucks. Um, yes, but, it's not fun. It's not fun, but you know the 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 other thing is when people get out there and talk about ideas and talk about the science because you know everyone wants you to believe that the science is settled. You and I are both scientists. We we've been using the scientific method forever. There are some things that we came up with that we were right on target, and some things we weren't. But those are called theories, improving those theories and reproducing those results. Well, Doctor McCullough, who is a, a mastermind. I, I respect tremendously him and uh, Dr. Um, Zelenko, God rest his soul, um, were ones in the beginning questioning all this stuff with COVID. Well, Dr. McCullough was canceled by Twitter. Yeah, he was. I mean, hard canceled, not like bringing them back like Dr. Lapoto, uh, Lapo, uh, the Florida Surgeon General, or Lapido, excuse me. Um, but. He was canceled hard. He lost all of his information, all the things he oh, posted. Yeah. They deleted his entire account. They, and all the 500,000, probably a million. I would say he had more followers than just 500,000 because he's being throttled. Sure. And, of course, this is another BS flag being Crazy. called. Stupidity based on Twitter's account. Uh, go screw yourselves, Twitter. Um, I don't even think Elon Musk is going to be able to fix this. Just saying. I don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Hard to say. Right. Hard to say. Well, we got to move along here. Okay, so everybody knows that there's still a war raging in Ukraine uh, between the Russians and Ukrainians. And mm-hmm. uh, what is there to believe here? I don't know. I can't believe anything because it's not like wars of the past. I mean, we had uh, for the for the 1990 uh, uh, first Persian Gulf campaign, there was video, there was news embedded, reporters, everything. And that's not what's happening now. No, there's there's nothing coming out. And and we we know that we know that there was a, a bridge that was bombed the other day, right? Except the cars were back on it two days later. Yeah, I mean, not terribly effective, but whatever. Yeah. I yeah. I saw the video and I was very, very skeptical of how that was done. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to believe here. You know, everyone says Ukraine is going to win. What are they going to win? Right. What are they winning here? <laughs> I don't know what they're winning. They're winning a bombed out country. Right. Oh, Ukrainians are dealing the Russians a huge blow. Blow to what? Uh, blow to their... Maybe to their economy. Economy? I don't know. Maybe a blow a little bit to their morale as a country. Maybe they've got some internal problems now. But you know what? I got news for you. Ukrainians are taking it on the chin. Yes, they are. And And this is is the true example, Alpha, of a propaganda war. If if I've ever seen one. Oh, it sure is. Propaganda, period, end of story. 
Well, there's an awful lot of shooting going on too. You know yes. I mean? Look, I, I don't, I don't know who to believe or what to believe that comes out of Ukraine. Mm. You know, all I can, you know, we just keep pumping billions and billions and billions of dollars into the, into Ukraine. You know, we've got, we've got problems of our own here, and, right. and but Ukraine is the most important thing. I, 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 I don't get it. I mean, look, I feel bad for the Ukrainians. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, but at the end of the day, Russia always said if NATO doesn't stop their uh, their expansion, you know, it would be a problem. And we just kept pushing him and pushing him and pushing him and pushing him. Mm-hmm. And he responded. You know, Putin responded. It was always oh, a madman. Oh, he's yes, granted. However, he said he was going to do this. Did yes. he not? He he did. And why are we surprised? Sometimes when somebody says something, you got to take their word for it, right? That's that's right. I don't know. It just it just really drives me nuts that everyone says, "Oh, Putin's a madman." Well, yes, he is. But he's also seen by his countrymen, or unless they're forcing the vote to go his direction. Yep. He, they all love him. Maybe maybe not. I don't. I don't think they love <laughs> him so much. But you know, the man said that uh, he was going to take a course of action if NATO kept expanding right. against his border, and <laughs> and they are right. So he's. He's reacting, so I, I don't know. I don't know what to believe there. Nobody's a good guy in this. Nobody's a good guy here. No, and there's no transparency either. And I, from what no. we were saying from the last show, Alpha, there has been no whatsoever use of the War Powers Act or coming to Congress so that they could declare war. And uh, what's what Biden? Biden is not even saying why we're doing this. He he goes and he's on vacation again in Delaware, I think. Right? Yeah, that's about right. What is it? Uh, it's noon ish on a Friday. Yeah, he's already gone. Yep, he's gone for the weekend. This not is ridiculous. Absolutely really ridiculous. Ever? Yeah. You know, look, what what are they going to win here? I mean, look, the only people that are stuck in the middle here are are the Ukrainian citizens. And they're dying. And they're they're dying, and they're getting killed, and they're going to freeze to death this winter, yep. um, along with half of Europe. So I, I wish them all the best. Mm. Uh, moving along, uh, everybody heard about, we talked about it before in the past, the um, New York State Rifle and Pistol Club uh, Association versus Bruin, who was the superintendent of the New York State Police, as it so happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the states of New York, New Jersey, and California are still in direct violation of the decision and, and the constitutionality of their laws as it re- would regard to possession of firearms by their citizens. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still bucking against it, uh, just being obstinate as hell. Mm-hmm. And as it so happens, uh, the uh, superintendent of the New York State Police, Bruin, he resigned unexpectedly while under investigation on some some scheme that he was involved in. Whoa. So, well, yeah, we'll have to. Uh, oh, boy. Here yeah, we go. Hochul was going to get rid of him or, or get rid of him in one way or another. And uh, he resigned. I guess he beat her to the punch. So he resigned. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Spygate, shall we? Shall we? Remember uh, Dan Bongino talking about Spygate? That's where I learned it all about, about it. Remember the names? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And here's one you got to remember, Denshenko. Denshenko is on trial for uh, lying to the FBI, and among other things, uh, he's in Durham's uh, crosshairs right now. Yes. And it looks like uh, coming out of the trial. Now, again, people say, well, he's lying to the FBI. Who cares? Well, that seems to be the only thing you can get people on these days because, God forbid, you get them on for what they really did, you know, and and charge them for that. But Durham is uh, putting out evidence 
that raised my eyebrows. I don't know about yours there, Alpha, but he's... Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Denchenko was offered $200,000 uh, and was an FBI asset. That's right. Steel, <laughs> we comes out in testimony of the court, that uh, $1 million, $1 million. Yeah, well, actually, give, I think it was even more than that. Right? If, if like, they could collaborate the story of uh, the dossier, which is all nonsense. So here's, here's what I'm picking up out of this. Remember the names, right? <laughs> um, it's how do you present evidence? How do you get evidence out there? How are people going to believe you? And this is real true blue evidence. They're not lying under oath because that's, that's bad, right? You present it in a court of law. And um, the innuendos and the, the it, it goes back to President Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence being invaded by the FBI. They're looking for this stuff, but now it's coming out. Yeah, and Durham's got it all for this stuff. Yep. I, I, I think that that's part of it. And they were looking for a few other things, but I think they were looking on uh, at the evidence that uh, Trump had on them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all they're all terrible. So yep. I don't that's know. right. Well, folks, in case anybody hadn't noticed, it's getting towards pumpkin spice latte season. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little chilly outside. Time to break out the sweatshirts and the sweaters. Time to start thinking about, you know, you you, you think about this year, Halloween and uh, and, and Oktoberfest. They're, they're harvest festivals. I love it. It's, it's fun. So is, there's a Jewish holiday called Sukkot, uh, which is the Feast of Tabernacles. Sukkot, that's right. Uh, Sukkot or Sukkot, depending on what yes. trans, what uh, which one it what it's a Hebrew Remember, letter. Depending on what kind of Jew you are, that's that right, day. Ashkenazic or Sephardic. Just saying. That's okay. Right. Anyway, so Sukkot, the way we were supposed to pronounce it. Anyway, Feast of Tabernacles, big festival, fall harvest, uh, lulavs, atrogs, and the whole nine yards. Yes. It's supposed to be that. It's a lot of fun. Yes, it's the harvest festival. Everybody's right. all the farmers and the ag- agrarian societies of the world. Uh, which, you know, whether anybody wants to admit it or not, the, the United States is an agrarian society. Otherwise, yes. you that's how we started, and we still have deep roots in the agrarian society. Mm-hmm. Or you just don't eat. Uh, so I like eating. I do. Uh, well, yes. Yes. Eating is a good pastime. It's it's a good way not to get yourself dead. Right. Uh, and you no know, so we need to, we need to, uh, we need to keep something in mind here. Right. If you think if you're suffering pain at the pump, the food producers in this country are out harvesting, running multi-million dollar pieces of equipment all over fields, all over the country right now, mm-hmm. pulling in soybeans and corn and, and other crops. You know, some of your peas and beans have come in a couple of months ago, but your, your main crops, your soybeans and your corn, mm. they're harvesting under the most cost-constrained conditions in recent history. You need to keep an eye on this. These guys are getting pushed to within an inch of their budgets and fuel. Mm-hmm. Your average combine running about a 16-hour day could burn three to 350 gallons of diesel. Wow. Not to mention the trucks that haul the beans or peas or corn from the fields to the elevators and then from the elevators to the processing plants, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So there's diesel involved in the entire escapade. Mm-hmm. You've got shortages of fertilizer and you've got an elevated cost of fertilizer p and k and and uh, ammonium nitrate ammonium nitrate uh, earlier in the uh, season and anhydrous applications all involving diesel 
Yep. So the cost of the crop this year is probably going to be one of the highest costs in history. Mm. What does that mean? That means also in this season is election season. So make sure you get out and vote and keep that in mind when you vote. Well, right. But what does it mean to your average run-of-the-mill person? Oh, they can't afford food. They're going to be buying garbage. They're not going to be buying the good stuff. That's right. You won't be able to afford food. Right. Uh, I would look for another five to ten percent across the board increase in your grocery bill in in the next month and a half. And Biden's saying he's doing everything he can. You know what? There's nothing he can do except yeah, call the BS just, flag because he's not BS. doing he's not doing anything except lining his pockets and watching all of us, all of the citizens he's supposed to be serving. He's got us under his boot, and I'm really getting sick of it. Well, it's not real fair, is it? Nope. But life's not fair. But there's a way to fix it. Get out and vote. And remember, I don't care if they're nice or not nice. I care about that they follow what they're going to say and they say they're going to do it. That's what I care about. Actions speak louder than words, everyone. Yeah, stop voting for people with uh, the broccoli-powered fever dream. That's right. It just isn't going to serve you well. Those harvesters do not run on solar power. No. And they don't run on, on wind power either. No. So... And and, a, and a diesel is a hugely important uh, commodity to help uh, the economy run. So anyway, Pfizer, you want to talk about an interesting uh, twist twist of uh, I don't know if it's fate, but of uh, purposeful destruction. Pfizer is now coming to the rescue, and they're going to start making fertilizer. They're going to be making those nitrates that we need. Hmm. So they're let me let me get this straight, right? It was what else bro- are they going to be putting in there? Uh, who knows? <laughs> That's another you know RNA crap. Uh, but you know, it's this is brought on by the purposeful destruction plan by the Marxist Dems. Okay, I'm going to call it the way I see it, Alpha. You know how that is. That's fine. Uh, let's remember that nothing happens by coincidence. Before this nonsense happened with the with the uh, the lockdowns. It was it was um, pretty clear to me, Alpha, that we had a pretty good system. We refuel. You know, we had a lot of fuel coming out of the ground. We refined it. We we treated the you know, environment very uh, safely, and uh, you didn't hear of any spills, especially no. from uh, pipelines. I can tell you about uh, train derailments I've been on as a firefighter, and what a mess that is. Oh, that sucks. Right? I mean, been there, done that one. And and um, anyway. So, I, this is uh, this is we all have we all, you know how to fix this alpha. Go out and vote, everyone. Please vote like your country depends on it. And if you like the and all you got to say to someone else is you like these gas prices, you like these uh, food costs, you like how much you like how your uh, dollar's not able to buy anything. You like the way interest rates are going up. You just bring that up to them and say, look, if you're going to vote Democrat, I can't I can't force you to vote for anyone, but. You know you're gonna you're gonna have to reevaluate how things go. Well, wait till everybody sees how much Thanksgiving dinner is going to cost. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I know. You know we have to look at we have to look at things realistically, right? And 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 you say and we say that and we use something that somebody experiences and feels as the <laughs> benchmark to or a barometer as to what they might or may not do. You know, a Thanksgiving dinner. Say you're feeding 10 people for Thanksgiving dinner, right? Yep. 
generally speaking, you can pull off a Thanksgiving dinner. Thanksgiving dinners are not terribly expensive. Mm. It's potatoes, it's stuffing, it's canned yams usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a turkey that you can get on special for, you know, uh, 47 cents a pound if you buy 50 bucks worth of groceries. I think those deals are going to go away. Mm-hmm. Let's just look at it on a percentage basis, right? Because mm-hmm. that that's really what matters. People aren't going to feel that the $100 dinner is going to cost them maybe 120 It's not going to break the bank to go an extra $20. It's just that that's an extra 20 The next week's groceries are an extra 20 an extra 20 an extra 20 It just keeps compounding and adding up. The prices are going to go up. They have to. It's a necessity that the prices go up. Why is that? Cost to produce. How about the value of the dollar to protect? The value those? of the dollar is going down. Ah, I see. You will not be able to buy what you could with your dollar two years ago. Right. So it's going to take more dollars to bring in the same amount of merchandise. Mm-hmm. Costs are higher. Your dollar's worth more. Inflation is up. It's, your dollar's worth less, actually, isn't it? Well, your pardon me. Your dollar's worth less. It yeah. buys. It buys less. It you buys less. More dollars. More because dollars. there is a printing of dollars. And again, I think it goes back to just very quickly. Uh, if you have this huge debt because our government doesn't know what a budget means or how to prevent. Uh, excess spending. Uh, if you monetize that debt by making the dollar worth less, they could pay it off conceivably. Although we're at $31 trillion. I don't know how you pay that off, but that's how they do it. That's unpayable. So they're in a broccoli fever dream. <laughs> yeah. Broccoli powered fever dream. That's right. That's right. Oh gosh. Anyway, and any, any politician that, that ran or is running on balancing a budget in DC. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? I, I I don't know what they're talking about, but I don't know what they, I don't think they know what they're talking about. I think it's just words that they put down that that people, you know, hope they, they who who are they fooling? Well, they're not fooling me or, or you, Alpha, and I know they're not fooling the people that listen to us. So I guess that's a start. Oh my god, drives you crazy, doesn't it? Here's something else that's going to drive you crazy, there, Alpha. So I'm a I'm a huge fan of the Florida Surgeon General. Now this uh, Doctor. Le- Le- um, Ladapo. Ladapo. I keep wanting to say Ladapo. Sorry. Ladapo. Excuse me. Yeah, he's awesome. Isn't he, he is fantastic. Now, again, it's not it's not the words. It's not, I don't care about skin color. That, that's all nonsense. I mean, first of all, it should be clear as day. If Governor DeSantis appoints him as the Surgeon General of Florida, there's a, there's a positive right there by itself. But you listen to this gentleman, and he knows evidence-based medicine. Why? Because he studied it. He's a physician. He went and got his Ph.D. in public health. I mean, this guy knows his stuff. I learned a lot from him, okay? And now, all of a sudden, after what we're going to talk about here in a second, the, um, Twitter is at it again and cancels him. Why? <laughs> well, let me tell you why. And this is the Everyone's going to shake their heads. Uh, and understand a little bit more about why things are getting canceled, why they're doing this. So Dr. Joseph Ladapo, PhD, MD, public health guru, comes out with a book, talks about, and uh, I'm in the middle of it right now, talks about how he, and he comes up with these recommendations, science-based, data-driven decision-making. Okay, this is the way it's supposed to be. Don't look to, don't look to Fauci the fraud. Don't look to Levine, where Levine is supposedly running the 
Health and Human Services as the first admiral woman, which he's not. Anyway, he, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Ladapo says he discovered in his, in his study of the data and looking back at the data and the people that were affected, there was an 84% increase in the risk of cardiac pathology, specifically myocarditis, sudden cardiac death. Both things that violate uh, uh, Dan Bongino's rule don't get dead. Okay, and it happened with males aged 18 to 39 should not receive the vaccine or I'm going to call it the jab. Okay, I want everyone to hear that. Well, wait a minute. Now, now these these 18 to 39 year olds that that were, you know, in this group Mm -hmm. that suffered an 84 percent increased risk of cardiac, any kind of pathology like the myocarditis and suddenly you die right. kind of thing. No, how, soon cardiac, after, yeah. how soon after they got like the second or third or fourth jab, were they susceptible to this? Uh, it was actually 28 days. Jeez. After infusion of a jab. Oh, a jab. A jab. Not the, not the jabs, but a jab. So, so if one is really bad. One is bad. And you've got an 84% chance of increased problem after one, one jab. Right. How about three more on top of that? Uh, not How's a good idea. For you? Um, as your healthcare provider, I would not recommend that. Just saying. <clears throat> anyway, science is never settled. No, it's 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 always evolving, right? That's right. It's always You've being got- challenged. You're always bringing up things. You're always looking at things. Now, you think you think people would you, you think this would be brought out in front of the New York Times? We're going to play a little. Uh, clip from Tucker's show and, and you can hear Dr. Uh, Ladapo talk for himself. Um, but Twitter lashes out and cancels his account. And I'm, I'm betting you, I'll bet you $10 there, Alpha. It was the CDC put in a ticket against Dr. Ladapo to take him off Twitter. Of course it was. And then was the backlash was government, was, government censorship that's of right. free speech. That's right. So I'm putting my $10 you, on the table. Why don't you go ahead and play that, play that, uh, very Play good. that Tucker clip. And Stand we'll by. talk about it. Russell Ladapo is a physician. He's got credentials equal to any doctor in the United States. He is now the Surgeon General of the state of Florida. So on Twitter, he recently announced the results of an analysis conducted by the Department of Health in the state of Florida, and it found a, quote, 84% increase in the relative incidence of cardiac-related death among males 18 to 39 years old within 28 days following the mRNA vaccination. So that is a bombshell, 84% increase in death. So you'd think that would be leading the New York Times, but no, everyone's trying to make those facts go away. Twitter removed that tweet, which described the findings. Twitter also suspended Dr. Ladapo's account. Now, even in this country in 2022 under Biden, people thought that was crazy. So there was an outcry and Twitter later reversed the decision. But the fact they did it in the first place tells you everything. Dr. Joseph Adapo is the author of Transcend Fear, a blueprint for mindful leadership in public health. He joins us tonight. Doctor, thanks so much for coming on. So I want to stop right there and just let Tucker reemphasize what I just spoke about. Right, Alpha? Yeah, absolutely. And how this is quite... A finding. Now, that should have been leading the New York Times and everything else, right? It should have been big, Absolutely. big line, you know, big, huge headlines, and people should be talking about it. And like we said back 
in episode nine where it was um, the politics yep. of a virus. We talked about yep. President Trump and the politics of a virus, our yep. show. We said, this doesn't make any sense. And now the information keeps coming out. We talked about our, um, our uh, article that we wrote, uh, our <laughs> research project, which we're going to post yep. back on the website. I got to tell you, it falls right in line with this. But I think we should hear what Dr. Um, Ladapo says out of his own mouth. Here well, we this go. is just this oh, is yeah. just absolutely. Hold on one second. Yeah. Bravo. This yeah. is just absolutely stunning. It is. I, I mean, that this guy, he is a public health authority and he is a public health authority. Is the public the health authority. Public health authority for the state of Florida. Yep. The state of Florida fared very, very well during uh, COVID. That's correct. And in their recovery from it. Yes. And some of the treatments that they had, they were one of the first places in the country they used um antibody therapy and um, ivermectin and, and ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine yep. and then the biden administration came in and they took all the antibody treatments away from them that's right they and then they need to go somewhere else sick again yeah and they need to go somewhere else because of uh color or some nonsense like that that's right yeah because they were you trying to treat people uh using an equity formula that's right which is just insanity yeah. all right so play the rest all right um the response to this is is shocking you would think people would want to know because unless i'm misreading that summary this is a big deal finding is it not tucker it's an enormous deal i t- i've talked to people and there's been so much confusion as you know over the past few years that people have trouble sometimes even identifying when something has so clearly crossed the line. So yes. I ask people sometimes who are still, he- you know, hemming and hawing about this, if this, if this vaccine, if it had been known two years ago or so that this vaccine would increase cardiac deaths in young men by 84%, would they have approved it? The obvious answer is no, you would never give something to someone who was young and healthy and increase their risk of dying from from sudden cardiac death by 84%. But people are often, their response is, well, you know, I don't know, COVID's pretty bad. Yes, COVID can be terrible, but we don't give people medications that kill them. So there's been so much confusion, but... Yes, that's that was our finding, and it was a surprise, but that's that's what the numbers show. So I, I want to pause it right there, and I, and again, why why did you and I question this in the beginning, Alpha? Why? Well, I I think that he said it. Uh, uh, well, first of all, we questioned the vaccines, the mRNA, most specifically right. because it was something relatively very very knew that they didn't purport to have a lot of data on for testing its efficacy and safety. Right. Uh, Nor were they making people aware of side effects that had been experienced in the relatively small group of people that they did test the vaccines on. Mm -hmm. And you had Dr. Ladapo said himself, we don't give medicines that kill people. That's right. Do no harm. Do no harm. So why did we question it in the very beginning? You just asked the question of me. Right. Not having the credentials that you do medically, well, just having some common sense. That's that's all we really need these days, to be honest with you. I, I would say, why did we question it? Because there was a lot of untruth in what we were being told. 
mm-hmm. by by simple simply looking at things critically. It was very clear from the very beginning that we were not being told the truth right. about anything. And on this program, we talk about the hard truth. That's right. That's what we did. So we just used common sense. Um, and what we found out as we went forward was a lot of people that were coming and speaking out like we were, which had much higher profiles than us, obviously, were being silenced and suppressed by social media companies, by uh, public officials, et cetera, et cetera. Nobody wanted to hear an opposing viewpoint. So Ladapo here, uh, being a person of very unimpeachable credential and experience. Now, we have to understand recently within the last couple of, this was recent, right? Bravo, this was within the last few days. Few days, exactly. Yes. Right. Who told Twitter to take that down? Uh, I think a ticket was put in <laughs> by someone. Well, I think you're right. I, I think they, uh, the CDC called up the, their uh, intermediaries, the uh, EIC, and uh, put in a ticket saying, take them down, take them down. We can't have them this, saying this. We've got to get more vaccine out so we can charge for it. You know, I mean, the whole, the whole cabal is coming down on, on their heads right now. No one's getting this vaccine well, at all. No one. No, I, nobody. Nobody's taking the next uh, the next round. The, nobody. Where, what round are we up to? Fifty thousand or number four? I think it is right. It's oh yeah. Then now they just come out and they say, "Well, this vaccine was never intended to stop the spread of a virus." That, there was a uh, MP, a uh, uh, a uh, official from the U uh, the the uh, UA European Union, EU the. Uh, out there, uh, and I believe asked a direct question to the Pfizer executive out there from Germany, right? right. Who said, "Oh, uh, it was never meant to do anything." I was like, "Really?" <laughs> so, what well, was then, it meant to do? What What was this? And why did everybody get othered? Why were people shunned? Why are people still being told they can't come into our country? Why are people still wearing masks? Why are you still giving this drug if it was never meant to stop the spread of a virus that it was intended to stop? So what was it designed to do exactly? Well, and here's the other thing, too. I've, I've told you about my experience with medications uh, early in my provider career where they were yanked off the market because they were causing harm. It only took three doses of Vioxx, which I liked because it didn't make people's stomach upset like Advil does. And they yanked it off the, the market because it caused heart attacks. Right. Where where was the yanking by the FDA for this thing? In fact, the FDA wanted to hide all this data for 75 years. Coincidence? I don't think so. No. So what we're going to do is we're going to publish our report yep. again. We're going to put it up on the website, and we'll let everybody know where to find it. But anyhow, we've got to move along. I mean, that, right. that, that whole revelation from... That and Alex Berenson winning a case against Twitter uh, for being silenced and suppressed by the government. It's a First Amendment violation. You know, we, we've, got, we've got some big challenges as a country. Um, right. And, and some people have a lot of explaining to do. So yep. we're going to have to just hope the next election cycle goes our way. But uh, we need to talk about something equally as important, if not, if not more so. Well, no, it's not more so. I believe that this whole Pfizer mRNA thing, I think they poisoned the planet. Yep, I really do. I, I'm beginning to think that 
that this thing, they don't have any idea what they've done. And I don't think we've yet begun to see the side effects from mRNA vaccine. Well, just a quick thing. I think it's the World Economic Forum that's behind this and the whole idea that we need depopulation because we're all using up all of their resources, which in reality we have so many resources, we'll be just fine. And technology will advance to the point where we're going to have hydrogen cells and fusion, not fission, fusion, we'll be fine. But there's a lot of That's selfish awesome. people out there that are in control. I think they're in control and causing my life agony. So we'll keep that. Keep an eye on that. We'll have to keep an eye on it. But uh, I think there's some big problems. Yeah. So I don't know. Everybody, everybody out there that's that's rational thinking, like Bravo and myself, we have we have a serious problem. We have a we have very open minds, Bravo and I, about people's beliefs, people's feelings, people's. Uh, religions and sexual proclivity, you know, whatever you want to do, just keep it to yourself and just go, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, that's fine. If you want to be gay, that's fine. You want to be Catholic, Christian, Muslim, it doesn't make any damn difference. You just go do you. And this is where Bravo and I are a little bit libertarian, Mm -hmm. a little more libertarian. However, what we're seeing right now, this is the next section of the show. We, we've, got a, we've got a real big problem in this school where transgenderism is becoming a very big headline issue. And I don't understand where it was coming from. I don't understand how it got here. So we have a, we have a story from Fox News. There's a Brittany Mayer. Uh, she accused the Encinitas Union School District of acting as groomers and activist pimps after invited community youths and families to a queer Halloween party featuring a family-friendly drag queen show. We're going to put the link in the show notes. We're not going to belabor the point here, okay? So we've got this label of family-friendly. We're bringing men dressed as women moving and talking and acting in a sexualized manner in front of very small children, but we're calling it family friendly and we're, we're highly sexualizing children. And what goes along with that is a lot of these kids in school have a lot of confusion as to they're young. They don't know any difference. They have teachers that come. No, no, Bravo. No, I, it's not it's not confusion i just want to correct the record it's normal development it's normal child yes. psychological development children are always wondering what would it be like to do this their imaginations are forming that's how they they yes. mature into their their adult uh, personas and it helps them learn so the whole idea of education is to teach and discovery for learning right. I, I just wanted to straighten that out that's a pedagogic or, or child education theory. And it's not really a theory, it's a practice. But, right, so what yeah. about when the kindergarten teachers come in with the blue hair and the piercings and the tattoos, and they sit there and they hammer transgenderism and gay uh, lifestyle into these children and alternative lifestyles, and they talk about their sexual proclivities. That's with, called, that's called with children. That's called uh, persuasion, influence, or grooming. Correct. Did that wash when you and I were in school? I, it never even crossed my mind. Right. I, I was, I, you know, 
I had a sister. I was like, huh, what does it like to be a girl? Why does she have that? You know, that, those are normal questions that you ask. Sure. When you're as a, a child, kid, you, don't, you don't understand. And when you're, when you're young and you're developing and, and you have all the questions and that's fine. I mean, that's natural. And mom but and dad you, answered them. Said, yeah, but you're a boy and she's a girl. That's it. I was but like, when okay. You, be, but when you're a kid today, right. Yeah. And you're five years old and six years old and your parents drag you to what's quote unquote, a family friendly Halloween drag show with a woman dressed up like a man with a penis mm -hmm. doing sexualized things in front of you. And your parents saying, Oh, that's okay. Or the teachers being there and they're promoting this. So I, Hey, here. this, <laughs> there. yeah, just, just, <laughs> Keep your finger on the button. That's the BS Bravo. buzzer, just, everyone. Just, just keep your finger on the button. Oh. What what do we call this? It's grooming. It's 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 it's, 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 it's worse than that. Oh really? Oh it's, it, it's absolutely it's absolutely worse than that. It's normalization of pedophilia. That's exactly what it is. You're right. And these schools are allowing it. Why would the schools allow this to happen? What's the motive? I don't know. Well, I do know, but I, I, I just, I can't want to think like that. Mm -hmm. You've got when when we went to school, we we had a number of teachers. Yep. As we got older and we were in high school and mm -hmm. we were juniors and seniors, we 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 kind of, and and things kind of slipped out and. Because you were somewhere with your family and you saw one of your teachers holding hands with another woman who happens to be an adult, not her child, you kind of added two and two together. It was a secret that you didn't tell. Mm. Okay. But now you've got people, teachers getting in trouble for taking down gay pride parade, gay pride things in the rooms and the transgender propaganda that's in the rooms is some teachers who don't want to teach this stuff they're getting in they're getting jammed up mm -hmm. so what is the end game here what are they doing this is inexcusable mm -hmm. and why are they fighting so hard against like desantis when he said that's enough of this crap in schools what is going on here it's a good question i don't know we can speculate but I mean, if if uh, if you if you think about it, and your point, where family friendly is pedophilia, and you know, there have been people, there have been uh, people I've come across in my career that I knew, and they were they were into pedophilia and were arrested, rightly so, and went to jail. Are yeah. they trying to stop that from happening because they want to make it normal? The trauma that occurs to children, and I've I've also had experience where I've had to treat children that were assaulted sexually. It's terrible. How am I how am I supposed you know? And you, or or even you know, killed because of it. It's, it's this is insanity. And it's and and this is this is the the route that the Marxist Dems want to take. I, you know, I got an answer for you. I, I got. Let me suggest this. I was watching Dennis Prager during the recent high holidays, uh, Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, the day of the 
the atonement period and, you know, in Judaism, it's, uh, you know, the new year. And he talked about the breaking down of the family. He talked about dishonoring parents. Now, not to, you know, there, there's some sense that I think the, the Torah says, and, and part of that is the parents must be honored. The father and mother must be honored, along with God who's above them. And if you look on the Ten Commandments, the tablet, the first tablet, the honor thy father and thy mother on the first tablet, and the, and the foundation for all the other commandments above. Thou shalt love thy God, shalt have no other gods before me, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff, right? And thou shalt not covet, meaning you should not kill for something that you want from someone else, is the foundation of the second tablet and all the things that man shouldn't be doing, like stealing and murdering and all this other stuff. Okay? That's right. So the bra- this, is, this to me is very clear, Alpha, that this is a breakdown of what society has been built upon Judeo-Christian values. And by implementing this and, and grooming children to accept this as normal, and they go back to their parents and they say, I learned this today, or told not to talk about it. That is the main point right there. They're told not to talk about it. That's right. So again, I think it goes along with the systemic destruction of what's going on in this world especially in this country, and the Marxist stems are to blame. They want it normalized. They want to break down the family. They want to break down people away from God. You know, one of the things that we talked about earlier on also is that, and I firmly believe that, in this, in the, again, the Ten Commandments, if we live them according to Dennis Prager, we'd all be fine. That's right. Need that those, hey, like, be a religious person or not, the Ten Commandments are really good rules of the road. Right. right? But just to, you know, the, the second commandment is thou shalt have no other gods before me, right? No idols, nothing like that. The golden calf was an example. If you go to the Torah and you look at that, uh, the, the, the false gods, I, I say, were Fauci. Fauci says, I can fix you and you don't have to worry about that. His other stuff will take care of you. And the government failed miserably. And Dr. Ladapo's uh, discussion uh, and, and his book clearly shows that our immune systems are more than capable of handling a little viral bug. So I think that's, that's the message I'm taking away from this. And if you have, and if you're not involved with your school boards, if you're not involved with your children's classroom, I mean, I know that they're not teaching this stuff in the classroom that my daughter's in. Um, They're going more towards, well, they're going more towards the broccoli fever dream. That's what, you know, broccoli fuel fever dream. Just well, let, let me ask you a question, Bravo. I mean, yeah. look, some of this, some of this nonsense that they're showing these children and they're teaching these children. If you, if you had those materials, and you walked up to a perfectly good stranger kid out on the street and you handed him this, what would happen to you? Be arrested. Absolutely. And you should be arrested. So why is it okay to teach it in the schools? Why is so, it okay to show it to people's children in schools and then threaten these children from a place of authority not to tell their parents about it? Because they're trying to destroy the family. They're trying to destroy these children. Well, I, well, you destroy the children via the family, and you get loyal communists by doing that. This is what they did in Russia. They did this in uh, Germany. This is history repeating itself, everyone. They're brainwashing these children against their parents, yep. against the norms of society. They're trying to normalize a, a very subversive, highly illegal, and, and absolutely one of the most morally bankrupt behaviors on the face of the planet, pedophilia. Mm-hmm. 
It has nothing to do with the LGBTQ crowd. No. It has nothing to do with lesbian, bisexual. You know, it's got nothing to do with that. This is pedophilia, exposing small children to an alternative or any kind of sexualized lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's not teaching biology. It's not teaching the birds and the bees. We were way past that now. Yep. So. Anyhow, we got to move along. Everybody, you know, hit us on our social media. You'll be able to find the links uh, in in the show notes to our getter, to wherever we are locals. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on uh, True, True Social. social. Yep. Yeah. You know, go ahead. You know, hit us up on Telegram too. Just tell us what you think about that. Right. Right. Uh, we're gonna put the we're gonna put the link to the show on you know the social media outlets. You know, feel free to comment on that. Yeah, you know, this is a discussion that we're going to want to have uh, ongoing because every time we see this stuff, it's it's absolutely terrifying what, how far we've we've fallen as a society. So, right, we need to move on to the next block because we're we're running short of time here. We're probably very close to being overtime. Uh, you got time? You got ten minutes? You got it. All right. Well, we'll take ten minutes on this next topic mm-hmm. at least. You know, so. I don't know if anybody else has noticed uh, some other outlets have picked up on it, but we want to talk about it a little bit here. It really, it's, it's bothering the hell out of me. It's bon- me too, by the way. Me too. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, hashtag me too. Yeah. The Saudis and the yeah, hashtag me too. Yeah, pound me too. Hmm. Yep. Saudis and the other OPEC producers want to reduce their production uh, for the United States that they, they, they promised to uh, Biden to ease our, our shortages here in the United States. They first said a million barrels. Now they went to 2 million barrels. Well, and now, now yeah. Biden's threatening them. Well, so basically what happened was, yeah. Uh, and this is, we're, we're, we're looking at this as another quid pro quo. Okay. So the, what's going on in 24 days, everyone, the elections, right? Absolutely. You got an election coming up. Yep. Now, Saudis aren't stupid. They like to make money, and that's what they love to do. And they're part of the OPEC producers and OPEC Plus or whatever nonsense that they use. And uh, we're still using the dollar to buy oil, except Russia said, screw you, we're using the ruble. So you're starting to see a little break in that. But Biden, because he will not open up the spigot and get things going here in this country, they depend on our adversaries and our people that don't have our best interests in, in, in mind to give us oil which doesn't make any sense to me. It's the stupidest thing I ever heard. Anyway, so remember, the gas prices have gone up a little bit, haven't they, Alpha? Oh, yeah, absolutely. In the past couple of days, they've gone back up about, I would say, 30 cents a gallon. And when gas prices go up, what do people start to do? They get pissed. And not only do they get pissed, they start looking at who's in charge doing the stupidity. Again. The Democrats. Yes. Okay. So Biden, there was an email that was leaked that just came out. (laughs) <laughs> and, and it was it was released somehow. I uh, thank you for whoever released it. We appreciate it. That Biden wanted the Saudis to put it off for a month. The decision to decrease their output because we need all these barrels of oil because we're not producing them ourselves. And it was shown that not only were the Saudis coming out and saying we we reported this on our last show that the Saudis were going to reduce it one million barrels because we're yep. we were producing about three million barrels a day back when President Trump was in charge and the smart person that he was we had no problem supplying our oil needs but the Saudis once they heard that Biden wanted the Saudis to to decrease their output they said screw you we're going to do we're going to reduce it two million right now. 
Yeah, we're not waiting 30 days for whatever that means. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Remember what oh, I said. Okay. How long is the election from now? 24, 24 days. Four. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So what what happened next, right? So, so Biden, Congress, Biden, Congress, Congress and Biden, and Biden yep. said we're going to pay a price. No, you're they're going to you're gonna have consequences, yeah, right? Saudis, they threatened the Saudis and said over military aid and other types of aid, and you think the Saudis could give two craps. Okay, so hold on a minute. I was involved with uh, a couple of different projects to Saudi Arabia for defense material. Ah. Okay. The Saudis are an excellent, excellent, excellent customer for uh, the U.S. defense industry and the U.S. government Oh, uh, for foreign military sales, okay, mm-hmm. for FMS and... Um, yeah. So I don't know if anybody knows this, but uh, the, the Saudis and the Yemenis are uh, constantly spatting. And Not I don't spitting. know if anybody Not knows. Not spitting, right, but spatting. Spatting. Yes. And they, they're fighting with each other all the time. I don't know if anybody knows this, but we helped them build a wall to protect them from the Yemenis. But walls don't work. <laughs> walls don't work. I didn't know that and, actually. And I did the not Saudi know they border the guard, they they buy a bunch of our MATVs, they buy a bunch of our surplus MRAPs so they can run around in the desert there and patrol their areas to keep the Yemenis out. And they've also got problems with the Iranians bombing their gas and oil terminals too. They did that with a drone strike not really? long ago. If anybody yes. Does anybody not remember that? Uh I didn't hear about that in the news. Yeah, that was a few years ago. Oh. And, so, and the drones, right? Iranian drones? Iranian drones, yeah. I wonder where they got those from. Hmm. Uh, from Iran. And, and, and yes, they, they've got quite, they have uh, actually excellent drone technology in Iran, believe it or not. not wow, bad. that's amazing. Considering they crap in holes cut into the floor, they can build a hell of a drone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so the Sauds are in the middle of a lot of very high dollar military sales uh, FMS sales with the United States government right now that are, you know, either recently approved, have been approved, or are pending approval from State Department and all the services, right? Mm-hmm. And then they finally get signed off on and do this. So that's a big threat to them. Mm. The Sauds are not using American mo- money, FMF. They're using FMS. They're using their money to buy our goods from our government mm. through our government to get them over there. So this is going to have a huge economic impact. Wow. Huge. Um, Wow. It's a big threat to them, and it's a big threat to us, too. It's like pulling a pin on a hand grenade in the room that you're sitting in. Right. Stupid. So I hope that helps everybody explain what the threat's all about. So would it be safe to say that if President Trump was not Cheated out of the office. We'll leave it at that because there's a lot of stuff coming out about that. We'll talk about in future shows about things that decisions that are going in the way of common sense and not stupidity. But there's a way to fix all this, isn't there, Alpha? Drill, baby, drill. Well, it was everything was fine until uh, the broccoli powered fever dream uh, got elected Mm. and they discontinued the Keystone XL. They stopped uh, domestic oil exploration. They canceled the leases. They made it hard for any gas or oil company to want to invest in oil exploration anywhere in this country. And and they've really hamstrung us. So we're going to have to see how it goes 
it's not good news anywhere that you look. So anyhow, everybody, thanks a lot. You know, have some good hope out there. It's it's not all bad. You've got an election coming up. Make sure to take 10 of your friends to uh, the polling place with you. Uh, make sure that everybody goes and votes that you know. It, it matters. It does. And I uh, wanted to get a word out for couple of sponsors now oh the people that i'm thinking we should support like i said uh banners for freedom bannerforfreedom.com go visit them give them a donation uh they they get the word out they get the billboards going with the right messages and they use their christian uh, values to to put the messages out there that we all need to hear and see and also i'm gonna put a plug out there alpha just because i like them is patriot mobile uh i we're not, they're not sponsoring us. We're, I just want to affiliate with them because I said to my carrier, the, one of the big carriers, you can take your nonsense and screw yourself. I'm going with the Patriot Mobile who puts Americans first. As long as we're throwing shouts out to people, I'm going to go with Frank Seiler and the Tunnels Towers Foundation. Everybody sign up for an $11 a month donation to him. Bravo's wearing the hat today. So he's a real deserving guy, a real deserving cause, taking care of American patriots. From both of us at the Signal 50 Podcast, we'd like to thank our soldier, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24-7, 365. Our police, fire, and EMS out there know that we do care about you, and we thank you for the job that you do every day. Please be careful out there. Everybody out there in, in, in the land, thanks for listening to us. We really appreciate it. And just a, hey, a shout-out to the uh, live from Studio 6B uh, Big D, he's uh, he's getting better from a uh, detached retina. We're looking forward to seeing you get back and get healthy, and we'll see everyone in the chat when we're not so busy. So Thanks take lot, care, guys. everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.